Hey guys, welcome to our podcast um, encounter. Um, thank you for tuning in with us once again. This is I'm here with Shaylee, I'm here with House, and I'm here with Kathy. And today's topic is called Holy Child. And I'm gonna start off with a story, and it's in First of Samuel 17:38, and it says, "Then Saul." dressed David in his garments and put a bronze helmet on his head and put a coat of of armor on him sorry then David fastened his sword over his armor and tried to walk but he could not because he was not used to them and David said to Saul I cannot go with these because I am not used to them so David took them off then he took his shepherd's staff in his hand and chose for himself five smooth stones out of the stream bed and put them in his shepherd's bag which he had that is in his shepherd's pouch with his sling in his hand he approached the Philist the philistine so basically this is just a little backstory this is when david um sees the giant which is um um Goliath, there you go. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And and everyone is frightened of Goliath, but David is the only one um, brave enough to actually stand against him. And and once he's once he's um, face to face with him, he has Saul's armor on. And as I just read, David tells him, "No, like no, take this off from me because he's not used to it." And basically just like this a whole idea of what we're going to be talking about in this podcast is is sometimes we're so pressured by um by our leaders by our parents of how of how much god uses them um they're well known they have a title basically in church and we're like a seed from them like we are our parents seed and sometimes we look at them and and we think to ourselves like oh my gosh i also have to be as great as them mm -hmm. and but we can see here that david everyone was expecting david to have saul's armor everyone expected to fight with that armor because i imagine it was an armor um i imagine everyone knew that that armor was specifically for by saul does that make sense mm -hmm. yeah. yeah but david david in a sense said like no this is this is i have my own story I, mm -hmm. god has my my own like destiny for for myself mm -hmm. so i'm gonna take it off and and i'm gonna i'm gonna fight with whatever i have mm -hmm. um kat do you want to help me out a little bit yes um everything that you said was honestly beautifully said because this story many of the times we focus so much on um and Goliath and you know the whole fight and everything like that but literally what you were just saying hits it right on the nose because it's true David was just a boy what was he doing all his life taking care of the sheep mm -hmm. so when he comes down and King Saul is telling him like hey take my armor it's like putting him like and can you imagine like a little boy like wearing like I guess like the dad's clothes it's mm -hmm. like all big like right all big. and yeah. it's heavy and you know that's probably what David felt as well so what is this trying to tell us that David Obviously, it was a little boy just beginning. He was used to what? Taking care of sheep, not going into battles just like the other people in that mm -hmm. in the story were, were being used to. Because King Saul, obviously a king, already knew what it was like. Which means King Saul already had experience as well in how to battle these, these Philistines and stuff like that. But David was new to it. So he knew, my faith 
is all I really need. With God ha being on my side, just like he was with me when I was defeating the bears, the lions, and all of these with just my little rocks while I was with the um, with the sheep, what makes you guys think that God's not going to be with me in this situation? Mm -hmm. And many of the times, that's what happens. Let's uh, uh, An example I can give you guys is, let's say, um, one of us, right? Jenny... Let's say Shaylee is like the encargada of a certain group, right? Shaylee moves up to an upper position, and then they leave Jenny in the in the position that Shaylee was in, right? Yeah. So remember, now it's a new position that Jenny will be stepping into, and then people are going to be like, oh, but this is how Shaylee did it. This is how she would do it. Whenever we had a problem, this is how Shaylee would do it. So what does that bring on to Jenny? Pressure, mm -hmm. right? That brings her pressure. Why? Because there's so many people surrounding her saying, you have to do it like how Shaylee did it. You have to do it like the way she was doing it, right? Because there was a system. And the same thing applies here, too. They were saying, like, okay, take my armor because with this, it'll help you out. But no. David was like, no, I, I, can, I can do this with my faith and the little pebbles that I have. I can do it. And that is what we have to recognize because um, pressure is a real thing. Mm -hmm. And you have to recognize that just because people pressure you into thinking, like, oh, you need to be the next big thing or be the best uh, leader, the one that was before you. Okay, we have to remember that we are here to serve the Lord and not... Um, you know, s try to lead on to the pressure that everyone else is giving us. Mm -hmm. And that kind of reminds me, like, I'll kind of bring, like, a little metaphor into this is because um, if you think about it, like, was it, like, each and every one of us, like, it, it's kind of like um, a comparison with, like, a man in a suit, of course, right? Mm -hmm. Each and one of us have a, a story to tell. Each and every one of us has, like, some sort of suit, right? Each and every suit will not, like, complement another man's body, Yeah. right? So let's take uh, my example, right? Like, my dad. Right, he's a little bigger than me, and I understand that. Right, and um, his suit may not fit mine. Right, my suit may not fit his. Right, like was it like even though it's a suit looks beautiful on the outside, right? Like was it I'm comparing this with like the gifts that are shown out in the public, but is it really tied to what God wants for us? You know, mm -hmm. and I just wanted to give the comparison as well is that sometimes these suits and sometimes these beautiful things and majestic things aren't really for us mm -hmm. right like was it like sometimes we have this bad mentality of saying like was it like oh but i want this i like the way this guy shows his patterns i like the i like the way he wears his tie or whatever obviously guys i'm making a comparison with yeah. this right but like was it like um we put this self down it's like why can i have that but we have to understand that every single person is different and special in their own beautiful way of course and this is how god obviously made us right and like you mentioned with um david and goliath um well excuse me david and Saul. David wasn't going in war with a full, with a full fledged full of armor and like a sword or anything like that. No, his armor was his faith of God, yeah. right? And also like was it his slingshot, of course, right? Yeah. And it's a story that David himself well allowed God to tell, of course, right? Because each and every one of us have this specific and special, like obviously. Um, spark with the itching each and every one of us right like let's take an example like um kathy you can't do something i can't do but i can do something you can, you can do. do and mm -hmm. like was it like it all like complement towards each other right and whether we like it or not sometimes we're not how can you say this like we're not called up for certain things and mm -hmm. sometimes we have to understand that he's like you know what they're better than that they're better than that and god um it shows through god of course like was it and through anointing and through um their spirit of course right but we have to also acknowledge the fact that as well that like was it even though we may feel discouraged that sometimes we get to for, well we get to we forget the things that we have um in us that like was it like that shine outshine other things that we have and people may see and then me people may go mm -hmm. you know it's like a whole chain of events type of thing and we have to understand the fact that um 
not every single thing we look at other people is meant for us as well but yeah that was just a little thing i wanted to say um like a little thing i'm noticing as you guys are saying is like the quantity that was within what david was using if we just like repeating if we see he only uses five smooth stones and that's it like he starts off so small and we can use that in our in our own lives like as we're starting like a leadership or something mm-hmm. um before there was something there was something like grand there was something big but then when when and it's fine like like there was nothing bad with that armor of course no, no. but it's it just wasn't meant for him mm-hmm, which is exactly. okay you know everyone has like their own story and and I just love this part and I think it's beautiful because he starts off small. He doesn't start off with such a big thing. And, mm-hmm. and of course we can see that in our own lives. Like um, sometimes all we have is like some fruits. Like we only have like patience, but we don't have um, self-control. Mm-hmm. And, but we start to build into that. We start to fit into that mold that God wants us to fit into. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I can, like, cut you off in the be- uh, beginning. Um, but I was going to add on to what you guys were saying because what I see truly here is that sometimes maybe God wants to test us in our faith or give us more faith. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, with these stories of, of, of Saul and David and, and the other stories we're going to mention on later in the podcast, is that I see here is that these people had faith in the Lord no matter what happened, no matter how min- how long it took for them to to let's say put themselves in the shoes of a, of a leader or be um that the title of the podcast that holy child or even something that they wanted to to be but they couldn't yet like they they just really couldn't yet but through the faith of the lord they eventually got there and um i see another story here is with uh there was a guy named elkanah and he had a wife named hannah well he had two wives named named hannah and the other wife i don't remember her name um but what's it called hannah she couldn't have babies and the other wife of elkanah he uh she could have babies i mean so hannah was infertile and hannah always 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 decided to give her husband babies um and um what's it called but she really couldn't and and we see that throughout the the story is that the other wife um she starts making fun of hannah she was like oh you can have babies with your husband ha 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 ha. you know i can have babies um you can you you can be as great as me and hannah is like she feels ashamed and she feels sad and and she goes in the in the temple and she starts crying and crying crying she's like lord i promise if you were to give me a baby if you were to give um let me be put in the shoes of the of like the other wife that i will that i will give you back um what you have given me and we see here is that like hannah she wanted to she wanted to fulfill her husband's needs the way the wife did but what hannah did was significantly better because she had the faith of the lord she had um to the lord i mean she had faith and she said that no matter what i know no matter how long it takes i know that the lord will give me um eventually what i i want you know and 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 she offered it back 
uh, the baby to him. And so the Lord, it came the day where the Lord asked Hannah, she's like, okay, now give me back your child. And so Hannah, she 100% voluntarily did. She was like, okay, you gave me this in the first place, so I give it to you back. So we see here that through the faith of the Lord, we'll, we, we will accomplish things. It does take time, but you have to be consistent in the Lord. Mm-hmm. And what kind of reminds me of that as well is um, the fact that sometimes, like, being the quote-unquote holy child, it all starts with, like, self-doubt and, like, insecurity, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. right? Like, was it, like, you may see others do amazing things, like, our age. Like, I'm pretty sure we see people, like, online doing amazing things, you know, like, ministering to people, like, speaking prophecies and stuff like that. And, and it's beautiful. Like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, it's great we're doing this young. But what's bad is that we try and compare ourselves to others, right? And I wanted to also mention this. This is a verse in Psalms 55.3, right? And it says right here, Because of the voice of the enemy, because of the pressure of the wicked, for they bring down trouble on me, and in anger they persecute me, right? And this is super important because the pressure of the wicked, right? And obviously we have this self-doubt, and right? And self-doubt is wicked, right? Like well, Because these are not thoughts from the Lord. These are mm-hmm. thoughts from the enemy attacking us, of course, right? And I was doing a little bit more research and everything like that, and I actually found out that um, pressured itself actually means like constraint, right? And it's like an oppression, what the enemy does to us. Yeah. Um, we ourselves, we constrain ourselves. And I guess you can say bring insecurity to our own lives when it's unnecessary, of course, right? And it's very important, the fact that we try and acknowledge this at first, because when we start understanding like, what's, like, what's making us insecure, we have to learn and give it to the Lord, which was the chapter what I was talking about. It was casting burdens to the Lord, right? In right. Psalms 55, mm-hmm. right? And it's... Very important that we understand this because what the Lord does, he sets us free, right? But we ourselves, we're like preventing from that happening, right? How can we be a holy child when we're not allowing to allowing the Lord to be actually perform his wonders within us? You know what I'm saying? And it, it's super like Im- like beautiful as well because each and every one of us, like although we, we're like hands and we're like feet and everything like that, we all fit in in the system. Well, in the system. <laughs> in, the in, the, in the body of Christ, excuse yeah. me. Like we'll fit as a glove, yeah. right? Like what's it? we all have specific purposes. We all have specific doings. And we all have specific um, testimonies to share, of course, that can help other brothers and sisters, of course, right? And it's, it's really important that we say this because as sheep of the lord like was it like not every sheep will be different right like for example like a shepherd and its flock mm-hmm. like was it like i'm pretty sure like was it it's like it's like looking at your sheep is like oh i know this one i know this one i know this one but to someone else it'll be like oh they all look the same, the same. to me oh. you know what i'm saying but but the shepherd itself the lord he's able to like discern and be able to like pick out he's like no i know my child I know this guy, I know this guy, I know this sheep does this, I know this sheep does this, but this sheep cannot do that, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. If, if, if you, I yes. just call it catching yeah. my drift, but that was like a little bit of food for thought that I had in my mind. Literally, there's a Bible verse with what you say, with, with everything you said, and it says that we are all part of the body of Christ, but every single one of us has a different function. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's true, because all the pressure that we that we always get, we try to like live up to it right because yeah. it, mm-hmm. the the pressure that people give us can sometimes sometimes all the time yeah can get to us really really quick and then we try to no longer like our vision gets blurred from our set goal that god has set for us already and then we start thinking and hearing what everyone else is saying and then we start listening to what they tell us that mm-hmm. we should be doing and that should be incorrect like mm-hmm. we sh- like you said the Lord knows every single one of them. And to everybody else, be like, oh, you guys look all the same. But no, mm-hmm. everyone has and everyone looks 
uh, differently. And the mm-hmm. pressure is just, even when it comes, we should learn how to, like, um, how do you say it? Like, close, ignore, yeah. ignore because, mm-hmm. yeah, then it does become a burden. Like mm-hmm. how you were saying, it mm-hmm. does become a, a, a heavy burden. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Of course. And also, I was thinking as well, in uh, like as a function wise, right? And here, and when Paul was talking to the Romans, of course, right? In Romans twelve three, for the grace of God given to me, I say to every one of you who who not to think of them highly of themselves, right? And it's important that we think of this, right? Because sometimes, like, was it we look at other people and you know, like, was it like we think to ourselves, it's like, oh, they're like such so put it like in the high place and whatever like that, and we 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 like long for that. For example, like I'm saying quote unquote, but if you guys do. Don't <laughs> 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 pretty much right and continuing on to uh, Romans twelve four for it is a, for just as in one physical body we have many parts and these parts do not have the same function or do not have the same function um, but they have a special use of course right as we were mentioning right now and in Romans twelve five so we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ and individually we are all parts of another um, we are all parts of another. Mutual, and we're all of another, right? So, like, was yeah. it like we're all parts of one body, right? And I was reading the AMP version. It says right here, we're all mutually, mutually dependent on each other, and it's something that we have to like understand because not only that was it like I look at you, I look at Jenny, I look at Chili, but I, like, was it like you guys have something that I may lack? Mm-hmm. This is something that's going to be able to teach me later on when I'm older, more wiser, and stuff like that. Because just because you're older and wiser doesn't mean you don't go through the same faults yeah right like was it like we all live through trial in different points of time um which it's super beautiful because not only does the lord actually give us this like give us this timeline and, and of course like was it discernment through our time because each and every single time we live for the lord through the lord we all go through something differently right, right? like was it like you you today cat may go through um i don't know like like struggling with self-control while today i might be struggling with um i don't know with love yeah. right and like was it like um but later down the line once we conquer these things like in the time in the situation where we're able to understand like where we see someone like in that type of need we're able to help them out of course yeah. if this all makes sense it it does make sense and you know really when this pressure comes to us we we like to think that we need to live up to like the standards of what the people tell us that mm-hmm. they sh- it should be and a story that came into mind is when paul leaves like the authority to timothy mm-hmm. and like literally what you were just saying like oh you know don't follow people you know always make sure that you know what your function is right and paul was honestly like very humble when he when he gave like the authority authority to timothy to like take over right and i'm gonna read it to you guys it's in first timothy 1 15 and i'm gonna read all the way to 19 and it says here is a true statement that should be accepted without without question Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners and I am the worst of them. That is Paul saying like, Jesus Christ came to save sinners and I am like the worst, right? So he was humbling himself. And then he continues, but I was given mercy so that in me, Christ Jesus would show that he has patience without limit. Christ showed his patience with me, the worst of all sinners. He wanted me to be an example for those who would believe in him and have eternal life. So what is Paul saying here? That he knew that he was an example to many people. Mm But he was continuing to say, like, um, he wanted, 
he says, he wanted me to be an example for those who would believe in him and have eternal life. And it says, honor and glory to the king who rules forever. So not glory to Paul who had authority, but glory to the king forever. And he continues to say, he cannot be destroyed and cannot be seen. Honor and glory forever and ever to the only God. Amen. Timothy, you are like a son to me. What am I telling you to do? What am what I am telling you to do agrees with the prophecies that were told about you in the past. I want you to remember those prophecies and fight the good fight of faith. Continue to trust in God and do what you know is right. Some people have not done this and their faith is now in ruins. So what do we understand here is that Paul is telling, uh, yeah, Paul is telling Timothy, like, hey, we're not here to come and take, I know that I'm giving you like my position, but what is your end goal? Your end goal is to be like Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Your, um, the image that you should be wanting to follow every single day of your life is Christ. Because at the end of the day, the plan that stays with our life or that is going to be completed at the end is the, is the one that God has paid for us. And the number one thing that we should know is that our job is not to follow the footsteps of any human being. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very important to know Know, like who our leaders are and everything like that and yes they also are the people who are in front of us who pave paths for us as well but if we if the pressure gets so immense to the point where you start following men instead of god that's when it gets very mm -hmm. very dangerous because mm -hmm. we shouldn't have our eyes on on the people because people will fail and then that's how many of the people get angry like oh like the leader did this 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 and this okay well duh they're mm -hmm. human yeah. they're bound to fail mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know like you shouldn't be surprised that they do because if your eyes are set on the lord what the failures of your brothers and sisters are who cares you fell too just like paul was saying i am the worst of sinner i'm the worst sinners out of all of them right mm -hmm. and so that's that's what i was like coming into mind like thinking like when the pressure is real and when the pressure is really felt within us keep your eyes focused on the lord and this doesn't mean like oh like be angry at your leaders or be angry to your parents or whoever you are looking up to right now but um also yeah also like be thankful that we are surrounded by spiritual people of course, yeah. because many are not surrounded by leaders many are not surrounded by spiritual guidance that you know wakes us up and not makes us feel comfortable and if we have the opportunity to be surrounded by people who are spiritually and we know that are filled with the Holy Spirit, we should be like, amen. Thank you, Lord, because I'm surrounded by them. And thank you, Lord, because I, if I have troubles, if I have questions, I know who to go to. Mm -hmm. but yeah. And um, like a thought that came to my head when she was saying, when she was saying that is sometimes people don't even like look up to to like leaders or parents sometimes they look up to literally what's in front of us with yeah. all the time which is our phone mm -hmm. um i think a lot of us have um like a bad part that we try to we try to be like those who are who are popular like for example i don't know like um i'll give like a church example like the church wanting to look like another church but what happened what happened to what happened to asking god how do you want us to look like mm -hmm. like we're so focused on on not only um the leaders but also of what we look at and it can also contribute and i i was i also agree with you when it comes to being thankful for um for the leaders we have because because although like it's it's pressure being put on although it's like it feels like a load it's it's not a bad thing um we have to like kind of like recognize that that what you're 
what your parents did what our leaders did was a great thing they showed you the path of the lord and proverbs 22 6 it says train up a child in the way he should go teaching him to seek god's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents even when he is old he will not depart from it the bible says teach teach your children to seek the lord his wisdom and 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 to do everything up to his will so this is a good thing your parents did a great job Mm -hmm. now you you know what's good now you know um jesus and and i think we should just remind ourselves to be grateful because there's many people that don't have such great parents Mm -hmm. who um an example i was looking at in the bible is timothy Mm -hmm. he his mother was a believer but his father wasn't and many people when when he started to this is in Acts 16 if you guys want to read it um many people were looking at timothy and kind of like you can see that they were kind of like judging him Mm -hmm. based on the kind of father he had but timothy it says um let me read it it says paul it's in verse three it says Paul wanted Timothy to go with him as a missionary and he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in those places since they all knew that his father was a Greek. So Paul took him and he basically cleansed him and he gave him like a new, a new, um, like a new place. It, it, it was no longer, it was no longer people looking at Timothy like oh his dad isn't a believer and Mm -hmm. you know like judging him it and i i think it's great that some of us can can relate to timothy some of us can can feel as as like um as like okay but my leaders the my my leaders that on on earth that were supposed to be leading me the right way don't they didn't do that but here we can relate to timothy and we can the god does the same thing to us he he takes us in as his own children and he gives us a new name he does our last name doesn't matter anymore because god god took that place you know you know what i see another danger here um that like fulfilling other other shoes or being like a like a great leader um if you were becoming a leader but what i see here is that sometimes when you're trying so much to become a leader or like anything like if you're trying to like uproll yourself or become like a a great great disciple and you see other people um being what you want to be but you see that they're in sin and and you're and it discourages you because you're like oh um why why do they get roles that i want and they're they're like doing bad things you know and this reminds me of the story of um of job and i remember in the story because I've, I've been reading the story of job and i'm like bro it's crazy so if you guys want to read it it's actually really really good to uh, read it and discern it because it has a lot of uh symbolism um but what I was seeing here is that Job, he started questioning God. He was like, why do you let the wicked have a good life and the people that actually do right have a bad life? Because at this moment, Job was going uh, through leprosy and and he com- he completely like had took in everything like god took everything away from job and uh he burned his skin and and um leprosy is like uh he had like 
um, what are those things? Maggots. Yeah, he had maggots on his skin and his skin was peeling and he had everything taken away from him. And he was like, God, why do you do this to me if I was a quotations righteous man? And then he's like, but to the to the people that did uh, wicked stuff, that did evil things, you never did anything to them. You always kept them safe. You will always keep them safe. You never even touched a hand on them. But to me, why do you hate me? And we see here that later on the story, God responds back to Job um, through through a person telling job and it says here in job 35 10 to 14 it says but they forgot they forget to say where is god the one who made me he is the one who gives us songs to sing in the night he is the one who makes us smarter than any animal on earth and wiser than any bird or if evil people ask god for help he will not answer them because they are too proud god will not listen to their worthless begging all god powerful will not pay attention to them so job uh so job God will not listen to you when you say that you don't see him. You say that you are waiting for your chance to meet with him and to prove that you are innocent. So at this moment, Job kept trying to prove that he was innocent, that he was a righteous man the whole time, that he never did anything wrong. He's like, God, but I deserve um, to like be a rich man again. I deserve to have my stuff again. Like I never did anything bad. I deserve to have, um, you know, in quotations, like the holy child. I deserve to be chosen or not chosen by you because we're all chosen by God. Mm -hmm. But I deserve to have many blessings from you because i was supposedly in quotations again righteous and you never touched any wicked but we see here um that god reminds job that he said that all the wicked people i will never ever respond to them because they're too proud or they have too much sorry they have too much ego and it's a, and it says here too that you say you are waiting for your chance to um get proven um approval or any like um oh, what is that thing called that bad like saying that he was right that he was a righteous man and he was waiting for that moment but god will never respond to him or make him the right man that he says he's ought to be but because job is not innocent so we see sometimes that we try to fulfill something in the wrong way and we start even questioning god or even cursing cursing god saying that oh god why don't you see me why don't you see me why don't you see me and that's dangerous because we see here that if we're if we're saying oh, oh me 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 we're comparing ourselves basically to like the pharisees that were mentioned in the bible because the pharisees were very 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 boastful and we have to be aware of that and not be boastful because if we're not humble to the lord he will not see us he will literally humble us how he humbled uh i was gonna say job but he humbled job yeah <laughs> go ahead anyways hmm. so like was it like what i also wanted to bring up as well is the fact that we all need pressure like every now and then of course yeah. right and like was it like as we always mentioned back in yeah, back in Clyborn, <laughs> when we, <laughs> used to, we used to have this big poster as we said uh, pressure's the privilege but uh, that, that yeah. poster um somewhere in the archives i don't know but <laughs> but what i wanted to say is the fact archives. that <laughs> but this this pressure is something this discernment we have to have it in ourselves right like was it like we see other people like was it like um doing amazing things right but don't look at it as an opportunity to be like oh i need to be like them be like no i need to be more like you god of course right like was it like it's something super beautiful because um when we try and learn to be number one ourselves for the lord and what god wants us to be 
And like, was it we have this pressure and this drive to actually do what he wants for us, right? And it says right here in Romans 12 too, don't change yourselves to be like the people of this world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to accept and understand what God wants for you. You will be able to know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect, right? And once we have this mentality, right, to know what's pleasing and perfect, it's like, bro, done deal. Like, I'm going to heaven, right? <laughs> like, was it? We can have this beautiful layout, like, right in front of us, but it's up to us to, like, take this action, of course, right? Um, don't look at other people, number one, as, like, was it a way of discouragement, but look at it as a way of encouragement, right? Like, because they do these things, I want to do this because how much God uses them. But what they have with God, I want the same thing with them. But that was just, like, a little of food for thought, of, what, of course, because pressure is always a privilege, guys. Diamonds are not made literally like by anything, but they're literally made underground with hella pressure. Oh, hella I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a Danny thought. <laughs> May he rest. <laughs> not okay. We miss Danny. Yeah. Um, literally with what you were just saying, how um, you were saying how it can be very discouraging as for for us if mm -hmm. we're looking out for people because that's what we want to be, right? Mm -hmm. And literally in Timothy, First Timothy 4.12, the infamous um, Bible verse mm. that helps us youth, and it says, let no one look down on you because of your youth, but be an example and set a pattern for the believers in speech, in conduct and love, in faith and in moral purity. So just like how we were saying, many of the times we can be looking at them, but just looking at them doesn't mean belittle yourself. It doesn't mean uh, bring yourself down or try to think of yourself less because mm -hmm remember just like david you're still beginning you're mm -hmm. still you still have your little pebbles then mm -hmm. later on you'll be able to get your armor right mm -hmm. but with just those little pebbles remember you can do a lot with those pebbles because david did it he mm -hmm. did it a lot with those pebbles and um with with that being said it was it's also very important to like make sure that we carry our testimony along with um with the with the growth mm -hmm. that the lord wants us to have mm -hmm. And because many of the times we think that that the adults are the only like prime examples in church, mm -hmm. but remember, for adults, a lot of youth are the are examples. examples. Yeah. Like they look, they they look down at the youth and be like, wow, like everything that you know, I'm barely learning right now at the age of what 40 and up, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's not glory for us at all, but glory for God because Amen. you know mm -hmm. He uses the youth. But that's something to always think about because. Like you said, pressure is a privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just going to go along uh, what Joshua was saying that, uh, pref uh, well, what you two were saying that pressure is a privilege. And I actually heard this like um, this like saying, it was just like, don't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 30. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you're comparing the little bit that you're starting off and you're to someone that's already like, bro, it's already like full on adult, like they already have a full on life, you know, it's like, do not compare that because where you started, I'm pretty sure they started too. So everyone starts at the same way. But um, like a little example that Joshua kind of mentioned about like, how do you make a diamond or how do you sharpen iron? Basically that you have to put into the fire, you yeah. have to hammer it so many times, and then put back into the fire and then hammer it and then put back into the fire. So that's like a little representation that to sharp to get sharp enough to become something great if um if it goes along with god's p purpose for you that um that you need to go through these uh situations or uh places and um 
like battles that God is going to put you through for you to be able to be sharpened at the end at the end of the day because the end goal is to represent Jesus. The end goal is to get um for us to spread up the word uh to other people, to have other people as to be um to convert other people as believers as well. But we cannot do this if we're not being taught in situations that are teaching us humbleness, that are teaching us patience, that are teaching us how to love one another or to teach us how to actually when someone is angry with you to how to turn the cheek and be like no i'm not going to be angry with this person but what i'm gonna do i'm gonna show them the love of jesus of how he showed me so we need to go through these situations how um for for us to be able to be taught this and then we can actually fulfill uh the purpose of what god wants for us and kind of add adding on to what you said and once you get to like that i guess position for mm -hmm. lack of better words remember where you came from remember yeah. how far it took you how how much it took you to reach that um i think we kind of forget about that once we're like looking at like the little ones who are just starting who are just starting or like a leader who's just starting to lead sometimes we're so tough on them and and we're we need to like humble ourselves and be like mm, we were like That's that. we were yeah and <laughs> like in matthew um, Matthew 18 6 it says but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble and sin by leading him away from my away from my teaching it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone as large as one turned by a donkey hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea that just that fears me that that there's like a risk like again just like remembering where we came from remembering that we shouldn't be hurting any little ones who are just starting out because we should remind ourselves those are also people that god loves that god cherishes but all of all of you guys had great points and and i wanted to end off with this verse it is ephesians 5 1 through 2 and it says therefore be imitators of god as beloved children and walk in love as christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to god so as you're growing as you're as you're just walking along in in your life with god always remember uh, remind yourself that your goal is to be an imitator of god not of men because men uh, as we've been saying throughout this whole podcast men are gonna stumble men are gonna hurt us um they're gonna do wrong but of course that doesn't mean we should stop listening to them or like forget about what they taught us we should always be using the tool the tools and the guidance that they give us but always remind yourselves these are my tools but my end goal is to always look like jesus christ mm -hmm. but god bless you guys and a little side note um uh, we're saying hi on behalf of Danny. <laughs> um, Danny can't be here with us because we're busy um, trying to re construct the temple. But he will be here soon. Um, but God bless you guys. I'll see you guys next week. Remember, every podcast comes out every Wednesday at 4 p.m. God bless you guys.